herself on the back of the chair before sinking down into it. Another gorgeous morning, she said with a sigh, gazing out over the lake. I'll tell you, Jane, if I live to be two hundred years old, I'll never tire of this view. Before her lay a wide expanse of water. Steam hovered just above the lake's surface. A rower appeared out of the fog, gliding up the shoreline before vanishing silently into the mist. In another time, Adele would have been out there with him, greeting the early morning with the familiar push-and-pull movements she loved. Not anymore. How many decades had it been since she last rode? Jane poured a cup of coffee, and Adele added a splash of cream before lifting it to her lips, savoring the heat as it slipped down her throat. The journalist called again. Jane sniffed. He's not going away quietly, that one. Adele rolled her eyes as she tore off a piece of croissant and buttered it. I'm too old for this, Jane. Aren't we all? she said. Maybe I shouldn't have opened the house to tours. It's when strangers started coming that all of this was dredged up again. Adele took another sip of her coffee, the dream still hovering on the edges of her mind. You were here that summer, she said, the past closing in around her as she stared out across the hazy lake. You had come over from the old country with your mother years before, isn't that right? You were learning what it took to run this household even then, young as you were. Your mother was teaching you the tricks of the trade. That's right, ma'am, sure enough, Jane smiled. It was a conversation the two women had had often over the years. Adele nodded and let out a sigh. So long ago. You know, Jane, you and I, Mr. Jameson and Carter, are the only ones still alive who were here that summer. When we're gone, nobody will remember what really happened that day. Jane put a hand on Adele's shoulder. Aye, she said, but perhaps that's just how it should be. Let the spirits of the dead rest, I say. Adele swiveled in her chair to look at the hill in the back of the house. I'm not so sure about that, she said. I've been thinking. Maybe I will talk to the man, Jane. Maybe it's time the truth comes out. Call him back, will you? Tell him to come this afternoon. She chewed her croissant as she considered what to do next. Before he comes, I think I'll go for a walk on the hill, she said finally. It'll do me good, getting a bit of exercise. Jane crossed her arms in front of her chest. Do you think that's wise, ma'am? You've been ill, and... She clucked in disapproval. Oh, I know it's not wise, Adele chuckled. But at my age, who cares? Shall I ask Mr. Jameson to accompany you? I'm sure he's got enough to do in the garden, Adele smiled, rising from the table. I'll be fine on my own. Jane knew better than to try to talk the woman out of whatever she set her mind to doing. Half an hour later, she watched from the patio as Adele pushed open the side door, waved, and started across the lawn. The walk took Adele's breath quickly, much more quickly than she had remembered, and at this, she smirked, the ravages of age. When she reached the hilltop, she sank down into the soft grass, breathing heavily, and surveyed what was before her. From this height, she could see all fifteen acres of the property, the house, the extensive gardens, the lawn, and the lakeshore beyond it. 
If she turned a bit, she could follow the shoreline all the way to downtown, where new shops and restaurants were popping up in the century-old storefronts. She saw the paved path, all four miles of it, snaking along the shoreline, where people were riding their bicycles, walking dogs, or running. A single freighter hovered on the horizon of this great lake as gaggles of kayakers paddled their way up the shore. Tourists were waking up in the hotels along the beach, she thought, and marveling at the view. It really was quite magnificent. That's when she heard the noise, soft and low, a delicate hissing on the wind, whispers all around her. Adele put a hand to her throat and turned her head this way and that, but saw nothing out of the ordinary. Grass bowing low in greeting to the soft breeze, a hummingbird visiting a flower, a caterpillar feasting on a leaf. She exhaled, satisfied she had been imagining things. No whisper.